HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This episode is presented by New York Mutual Trading. Hello, welcome to Japanese. I'm your host, Kikotema, a food writer and director of the New York Japanese Culinary Academy, which promotes deep understanding of Japanese cuisine in America. We are broadcasting live from Brooklyn, New York. This show is all about Japanese food and food culture. We see sushi at every day in the supermarket, but what is beyond sushi? We hear dashi yuame nizakaya, but what exactly are they? Japanese food is a mystery for many people, and I try to demystify it in this program with my cook guest. And my guest today is Ryo Iwamoto, who is the founder and CEO of Tea Room based in Tokyo. He began studying tea ceremony 15 years ago at the age of nine, and now he's a certified instructor of Japanese tea ceremony. He even has a special name that is only given to outstanding tea practitioners. And Ryo founded, founded Tea Room in 2018, while he was still a student at the prestigious Waseda University to inspire the world with the power of Japanese tea culture. So today we'll discuss how Ryo got into the world of tea at such a young age, the sense of Japanese tea culture he has been passionate about, and how tea can help us to bring the world a more caring and peaceful place, his various pro- projects to make his vision come true, including his eye-opening products to attract new tea drinkers, and much, much more. But before you start, Japan is available on the Heritage Radio Network website, as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify as a podcast. So please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, whichever you listen to, and subscribe to Japan Needs. Now, let's start a conversation with Ryo Iwamoto. Hello, Ryo. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for inviting. So, okay. So first of all, to get to know you, where are you from and what did you eat when you grew up? So I'm, uh, I'm from Chiba Prefecture next to Tokyo. So it's really close to Tokyo, like a 15 minutes train from my house to Tokyo, you know, Tokyo Station, the so center mm-hmm. of Tokyo. And I was uh, born there. I grew up there. And I, you know, I ate, what did you eat when you grow, grew up is the... The answer is, what is that? You know, I drank lots of tea, you know, in my life. And I do eat, you know, vegetables as well. <laughs> I do eat, you know, obento. Obento is a, 
you know, uh, lunchbox that my ma- mother cooks every single day. So that kind of things I ate when I grew up. Right. Sounds like a very healthy lifestyle you started your life. So, and yeah. And then how did you get into tea ceremony? So when I was nine years old, I watched a TV show having tea master in it. And I was just inspired by his, you know, style, you know, his attitude, you know, his respectful, uh, you know, in a manner, uh, in, in the in the TV show, and I, I just told my mom, you know, I want to start tea ceremony, and that's my start. Wow, that's such inspiration just on the TV program. Okay, and then, uh, better for yeah, for listeners who are not familiar with tea ceremony, what is tea ceremony? So. It's it's really difficult question. You know, tea ceremony is too deep, too simply expressed by words. You know, but I I'd say you know we often say in in the Western world or Western culture, we have a big moment or holidays to celebrate, right? You know, New Year, in the Christmases. Uh, what is that? Uh, you know, Thanksgivings, you know, that's that's big moment. But on the other hand, uh, we in, in Japanese culture, we ce- celebrate every single moment of our life. So we we appreciate to drink tea and we appreciate to be to be here, you know, to we appreciate to you know talk on the podcast on this podcast as well. So we appreciate every single moment of our life through tea, you know, through the way of tea. So that's, that's I guess, sim- I guess simple words to express tea ceremony. Right. Yeah. And in a very general term, uh, usually there's a host uh, who knows how to make tea, uh, typically, you know, matcha green tea, and a small room, a very quiet room, and then... The role of the host is to make you uh, provide the happiest moment, most peaceful mo- moment, and you are really, really a special person to enjoy this moment. So, right? Exactly. And uh, so the word like ichigo ichie, we started to hear more in the Western uh, world too. It's this one meeting at this moment is the most special moment of life because it's not going to happen ever again with this person, this setting, this time of the day, this feeling and every old combination. So that's really almost like living this moment kind of practice. Uh, what is exactly. that? Right. Okay. So, um, so what do you think uh, is the essence of tea ceremony that you've been fascinated by since you were nine years old? Uh, that's also a difficult question to uh, answer, but uh, we often say tea ceremony is the way of tea, you know, which means, you know, there is a way to learn, you know, how to be a master or how to be a tea professional that ha- uh, that lives a life, celebrating that kind of life, you know, uh, celebrating every single moment of a life. So... The word called uh, Ichigo Ichie represents, you know, the, the way of tea. And 
that that kind of uh, you know the way of teeth is fascinating fascinating me as well. It also when I was nine years old, you know, the world is really changing rapidly. You know, after nine nine years old, you know, a Japanese big earthquake happens in, in Japan as well. So, but at that moment, tea is called the way of tea. So there's a way to learn, uh, to be learn learn to be a uh, a real tea master, so that I I can have a way to learn. You know, I can I I can I know and I I knew the way to be a master. So that's that's really fascinating me, uh, fascinating for me, you know. Uh, most of the things in the world doesn't have a way to achieve, but in tea ceremony we have a way to achieve. Or we have a way to learn how to be a tea master. So that's one thing, you know. That that's fascinating. Right. So the tea ceremony in Japanese is sado. And you know everybody knows judo, kendo. So do means the way of meaning. It's the way or path to pursue the perfection, the perfect state, which you never get to, anyways. So that's a very spiritual idea. And then in a form of tea ceremony, there are many uh, forms and rituals. And actually, I studied tea ceremony a long time ago. It gave me a hard time to remember everything, but. Um, but it's a very spiritual aspect. So, um, so many people practice tea ceremony for its spiritual benefit as well. So, how can tea ceremony help our mind? Uh, so, tea benefits both mind and soul. You know, for uh, for mindset or mind, uh, the function of tea is make people relax by by its nutrients. As well, so L-theanine, uh, one of the nutrients that he has, uh, makes you know people relax. So, in the stressful society, we we consume tea for, you know, relaxing mind, and also we can benefit to soul aspect. You know, we have we can have community by sharing a cup of tea together. Uh, you know, we can have community of different religion or different nationalities or different uh, genders. So by by just sharing a cup of tea, we can have, you know, we can have conversation together. So that's, that's kind of the aspects that tea has, I think. Mm, right, it's almost uh, meditation, and it's funny you mentioned the L-theanine because um, uh, actually matcha has as more caffeine than uh, the coffee, a cup of coffee, and but the L-theanine calms you down, so you don't get jittery, and you can just have both benefits of focus and calmness. So exactly. yeah, so physically it's beneficial too. Okay, and I heard that you also have a black belt in judo. So, is there anything in, in common between the two, judo and tea ceremony? Oh, actually, I I do karate, so uh, oh, sorry. I have <laughs> karate. But mm-hmm. you know, as you mentioned, you know, as Akiko mentioned, you know, 
karate is also a, a way of karate. So it's it's do do cult. What what do you what do you say in English? Do culture, you know, do. Uh, yeah, we we yeah. So we the way of this the common translation of do. Okay, sure. So karate is also do. So as as I practice karate, I really uh, come to understand, you know, get to understand the way of karate, which means, you know, uh, which. Not, not which means, but karate shows us to understand you know, how to, you know, communicate with people uh, physically or mentally. You know, karate sometimes shows us to respect people, even though we punch each other. Punch each other. You know, we have to have the spirits, uh, spirits to care someone, even when I. Punch someone, so that's that's kind of the spirits of karate. So both uh, karate and tea is a way of something. So that's that's really common. Mm. And, yeah, interesting. So either way, even if you physically attack someone when you're doing karate, yeah. you have respect and kind of caring mind to the other person. So yeah, we have to do that. Exactly. <laughs> Whole show about karate, but yeah, that's interesting. And uh, so I heard you went to the University of Colorado Boulder for a year and studied uh, economics and experience uh, throughout the year opened your eyes. So maybe you can tell us what the experiences were. Yeah, we I I I I met lots of people was smart and fascinating brains and fascinating motivations so that uh that kind of people inspired me to you know start my company and you know influence the world in some ways so that that was really a fun and amazing experiment uh, experience in in that moment but what i most uh, what i was most interesting is Interested in is that uh, I have I actually have tea a uh, sensei you know tea master or tea professional in the uh, in the Boulder in Boulder Colorado so huh. you know Boulder Boulder is like one hour or one hour and a half away from Denver by by car or bus but in the mountains. Uh, there is a tea room in Boulder, having a tea class in there. So that sensei, that uh, that tea professional, uh, shows me, you know, how to, you know, how to learn Japanese culture in American way. You know, you know, culture is, uh, yeah, how 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 to you know, treat tea from American perspective and learn yeah and when I was tea room in Boulder I was asked logics how to whisk tea how to whisk tea 
So, you know, in Japanese culture or Japanese way of learning is I don't ask, I, I don't ask anything, you know, I just do it. So that's, that's kind of way of tea uh, style. But in American style, I learn, I learn, what is that? How, how can I say? I, what is that? Oh, I, so sensei tell, tells us the logics, how to whisk tea or why we have to uh, make tea for people. So that was really open my mind, uh, open my mind, open my eyes. And that was interesting. Mm, interesting. Right. So I think the either style, uh, American or Japanese, try to get to the same place spiritually calm and respectful um, to the guests and try to be um, beautiful, hospitality, Japanese kind of omotenashi. But sounds like the way outside the context of Japanese culture, you have to start with the forms and the mm -hmm. techniques, right? So, and then eventually you get to the same place. And um, yeah. if you see tea ceremony practitioner uh, who's very, very high up, uh, very smooth, beautiful, elegant, it's almost like dancing. So if your mind is calm and spiritual and you try to be pleasant, as an existence, your behavior changes. Now all those things come to the end from both entrances, but it's interesting mm -hmm. that, yeah, um, I know now we started to see more great sushi chefs who are not Japanese people, but they started from, you know, the knowledge base, like techniques and mm -hmm. those things. And then eventually you learn also from the master and you get to uh, the high level of uh, perfection, close to perfection. So it sounds like uh, you experienced both uh, aspects in this country. Yeah. So, right. All right. So, so we'll take a quick break here. And when we come back, I will discuss those unique activities to make the world better through Japanese tea. So please stay with us. This episode is brought to you by New York Mutual Trading, the premier Japanese food, alcoholic beverage, and restaurant supply specialist. Mutual Trading is the Japanese food authority, true to the heart in upholding genuine Japanese food traditions, and progressive in exploring new ways to provide innovative restaurant supplies and services. They import, export, distribute, and manufacture the top brands for retailer and food service customers nationwide. Learn more at nymtc.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Japan Eats. I'm your host, Aki Kotayama, and my guest today is Ryo Iwamoto, who is the founder and CEO of Tea Room based in Tokyo. Ryo founded Tea Room in 2018 to inspire the world with the power of Japanese tea culture. So, so you founded your own company, Tea Room, in 2018. So why did you found Tea Room? Oh, I have many reasons to found my 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 company called Tea Room. I my my mission is to fuse uh, traditional tea culture into our modern lifestyle, so that we can have uh, 
we can have uh, a world without conflicts through tea. So that's that's our mission and the the uh, the reason to found my company. But the, mm, what is that? The what I uh, the reason why I found my company at that time is, you know. Japanese tea market or Japanese tea industry is really collapsing rapidly right now uh, due to the beverage industry uh, increasing rapidly. So, and I have friends of tea farmers across Japan and I knew the, uh, I, I knew what I have to do. So, Driven by my, that mission, I found my company in 2018. Mm, right. Yeah, so the tea ceremony, uh, even Japanese people, they don't do tea ceremony. I mean, just a handful of people know how to practice yeah. tea ceremony. And also it's very um, beautiful ritual. I would say rituals is not maybe not be the right way, but it's a very a beautiful practice, but it doesn't happen on a daily basis. So, so, but on the other hand, Japanese tea has been really a major part of Japanese people's lives. But like you said, um, you know, if you go to convenience stores, um, there's so many pet bottles and you don't see tea leaves anymore. And a small handy teapot that used to be at every single household, I think it's disappearing also, so you don't. Yeah. Many people don't see even tea leaves, right? And you don't touch the tea leaves and smell it. So it sounds like you're connecting the two culture. I mean, the very spiritual side of making tea, serving tea to other people, even at your house. If there's a guest, Japanese people tend to yeah. bring tea, cup of tea, even still now all the time. Yeah. So, right. So your mission sounds like. Um, connecting the two of this tea ceremony and also daily life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so according to your homepage, you find that there's a disconnection between the philosophy of tea ceremony and the modern tea industry and the gap must be filled. So I think that's your answer. So what do you mean by that? So, so I, I grew up in Japan and I, I, I think I know uh, culture and industry uh, of tea, but uh, while I'm living in Japan, cult- culture and uh, industry, uh, there there is a real co- disconnection between a uh, culture and industry. You know, uh, as as Akiko mentioned, you know, most of Jap not not most of Jap uh, not. Many people do tea ceremony on a daily basis in Japan. Uh, most of the people are just drinking tea, uh, you know, with a plastic bottle in the convenience that that can buy, uh, that it can be bought in the convenience store. So there is a disconnection, and also that this I find find it interesting that. You know, when I uh, make a speech in University of California uh, at Davis, uh, UC Davis, 
Uh, I have a question from audiences, audience, and one of them is uh, a question uh, about Senoriku. It's a founder of Tea Culture. And the other question is, you know, how to make matcha latte. So that that was very symbolic question for me. You know, I w- was making speech in the conference at UC Davis in a, as a tea professional, but audience asks me, you know, how to make matcha latte. So, but back in Japan, you know, I. I'm not allowed, you know, to ask tea master, you know, tea professional, how to make matcha latte. You know, we we only <laughs> ask about in the tea room. But, right. <laughs> you know, with context, you know, with the U.S. context, you know, audience can ask, you know, how to make matcha latte, you know, and the audience uh, want to know about, you know, fast culture and, you know, fast the, the side of fast, fast culture of matcha, you know, and side of, you know, traditional culture of matcha. So I, you know, I find it really interesting that, you know, there's a disconnection, you know, I, I, I flied to the U.S. as a team man and audience asks a industry question and culture question, and that's really normal. But I fly back to Japan, and that two questions doesn't happen. You know, don't don't happen. It never happened in Japan. So that's really disconnected. But if I tell a story of Japanese tea culture and can ha- uh, can whisk matcha and make matcha latte, you know that consumer. We enjoy the story and matcha latte as well, and I, I, I was sure uh, consumers will enjoy both of them. So at that moment, I fi- find a real uh, disconnection between uh, the tea ceremony and industry. Mm, that's very interesting, right? Because I mean, the Senoriku is uh, he's like three hundred years ago kind of person, and now. Everybody wants to drink matcha latte, and what's wrong with that, right? <laughs> There's a need, and the spirit of matcha making tea is still there, and you know what yeah. it is, and also you are living in this generation, so you can connect both of matcha latte and senorikyu. So, yeah, you have a very precious existence for the tea industry and the whole tea world. <laughs> So, and your ultimate goal is to create a world without conflicts through tea, according to your website. So, could you elaborate on that? Yeah. So it's uh, it's also really too too actually too deep to uh, express by words, but I uh, I travel around the world with tea box that has uh, tea ceremonial sets. So that I can serve tea to uh, at any places around the world when I was traveling uh, there, and I was whisking tea to lots of people around the world and share a cup of tea together, and I wasn't 
speaking, you know, Spanish or Chinese or other languages except, you know, Japanese and English, but I can understand each other. You know, I ha- I can communicate each other, you know, through a cup of tea. So that's that's my experience. And that I I have that kind of experience through my life. So I want that a kind of world, you know, I want that a scene to I I want that you know, I want to make that kind of scene to any countries or any uh legion or any uh not humanity but any religion any races you know i i want to have tea together and not without conflict you know we we just can have tea together to create a world of harmony just that's through my experience, I, I, I thought that's my vision and that's my vision to pursue. Mm, right. So having that quiet moment together, uh, you don't have to have the language. It's uh, What's in common yeah. is just enjoy the moment together that by itself is valuable. So And tea provides the opportunity to sit together quietly and exactly. that's focus on that moment right okay so so what is the scope of your business at tea room to achieve your goals and vision oh so so the, the the meaning of the scope is is like the way the way or the uh no no it's just like uh, a more practical like what kind of products what kind of activities you have oh. as a part of business sure so so my business is uh most of my business is collaborating business. You know uh, uh our vision is to create a world without conflicts through tea, meaning I can have the tea if there are people. So you know most of my clients are Japanese really big and huge uh companies and they have history and they have uh, customers or clients with, with their business on the on their business so we we have collaboration uh, with that large entities to supply the tea to their customers so is that right expression? Yeah, do, so do it understand? sounds like, right, so you are kind of uh, leveraging the power of the big uh, producers because they have influence through their products. And your yeah. goal is to educate people how tea can be exactly. precious in your daily life outside a tea ceremony room. So that sounds amazing, but it sounds very strategic and very impressive. Yeah, so, and, well, and also you work as a wholesaler of tea leaves. Yeah. And I heard that you, mm-hmm. uh, you succeeded a factory from a tea, tea company that had gone bankrupt. 
in Shizuoka Prefecture, yeah. which is a homeland of premium tea leaves. So why did you decide to have your own tea farm? So I decided because no one is actually succeeding the tea farm, you know, due to economic reason. Economic reason. So the tea uh, price is one fourth of the price, you know, if I compare with uh, four, 40 years ago. So actually, uh, right now, the tea price is too low to, you know, too low for newcomers to get in the market. So, but I, I suppose there is, you know, a market, like huge market chance and to get in, so I decided to succeed the faculty mm. in tea farm. Right. Well, that's the thing, right? So the tea industry started to be more shifted towards pet bottles, like bottled, like yeah. mass-produced commercial products, which is okay because people still keep drinking tea. But um, yeah. the price of tea leaves started to be naturally coming down, and that's why, you know, the farms you purchased. Uh, but went bankrupt because of the declining price of tea leaves, and uh, well, and I saw a data by the Japanese government to show that the number of tea farms in two thousand was fifty four thousand, and it's now twelve thousand, yeah. which is less than yeah. a quarter. This is very scary. Yeah. So exactly. yeah, so what are you doing? I think it's very important. And so what kind of products do you put, uh, do produce at your factory? And I heard you have uh, invented very interesting products to attract new potential tea drinkers. Yeah, we invented or we do research and developments a lot uh, to make uh, something that uh, no one never, you know, so, you know, no one has never seen. So one of them is whiskey burrow tea you know, whiskey barrel HD. So there is, uh, you know, real, real potentials uh, for Japanese whiskey, you know, all over the world, the people, you know, buy Japanese whiskey for their, uh, you know, for their hobbies, or, you know, for their relaxing moments. And Japanese, you know, so I choose one of the really famous uh, whiskey distillery, and I asked them to pass us the whiskey barrel for mm. for aging. So I I aged my uh, Japanese black tea into uh, Japanese whiskey barrel, and the tea has whiskey uh, kind of aroma, but tea. So it's no. I, I say in Japan, no non-alcoholic tea. So it's it's quite normal in dictionary, you know. Non tea is originally non-alcoholic, but in a compared to alcoholic beverage, I I do make a non-alcoholic non-alcoholic tea for non-alcoholic tea uh beverage drinker. Hmm. Well, you must. Tastes really amazing, right? Because there's natural oak flavors like cinnamon and vanilla and all those things naturally infused into tea. So that's a no-brainer, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And the other thing I heard, you have a ochil, ochiru. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, a, yeah. Yeah. Tell us about that. That's a very interesting product. 
Yeah, we, you know, in Japan, the shisha market is really growing up rapidly, you know, really、uh, booming up,、uh, actually. So for, for the moment. Oh, hold on. So shisha is not a common term. So can you explain what the shisha is? Yeah, okay. It's a water tobacco. Mm hmm. Water like- tobacco. It's a, a kind of vape. Uh, close, yeah,、uh, it's, it's kind of vape, but、mm-hmm. uh, we, we, smoked, we, we smoked through the water, so we, we burn the jam、uh, of tobacco、mm-hmm. and we create, a sm- create smoke and we <laughs> inhale the smoke through water. So,、mm-hmm. is that Correct yeah, expression and explanation.、So、instead of drinking as liquid, you、uh, inhale through steam. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you get the same benefit, right? Because yeah, exactly. it's exactly, right. Exactly. Huh, interesting. I, I, I do collaborate、uh, with startups and big companies to make the, the、uh, ocho as well. So, we have strong collaboration partners to make the movement.、Mm, wow. Well, I have to try all those things. You're developing this is very interesting.、Yeah. And it's a really new idea, right? Because you have to diversify the way to、yeah. taste tea. And that's the real way to support、uh, tea farms. So,、exactly. yeah, that's great. And、uh, by the way, you are also a certified cook by the Japanese government. So, why did you get the license? Oh, I, I got the license when I was high school student, actually. But,、oh. uh, yeah, but, you know, I, I think, you know, uh, you, uh, for, for example, you know, US tea company has cook inside the company. Because they, they do supply ingredients, you know, tea and herbs and botanicals.、Mm. So there, there is a cook, or there is a ballista, or there is a wine sommelier in the company at US tea company. But here in Japan, you know, there is a Japanese tea company has, you know, tea people inside, no cook.、Mm. So. That's real different. You know, in the US, American tea company, you know, American tea company has innovation through,、uh, uh, through or, you know, without any existent concept.、Uh, what is that?、Uh, industrial world?、Uh, you, know, you know, Ballista knows coffee, but Ballista doesn't know tea. But in the US,、uh, they are in the same company. So, you know, Valista can make hojicha, you know, roasted tea, or Samuri can taste the tea with, you know, their, their dimension. Right. Yeah. It's a, well, I asked this question because I thought, you know, the world,、uh, your unique way to come up with new products. I mean, why not culinary, right? So, tea doesn't have to be always drunk. And it can be、um, in a steam 
form like yeah. and uh yeah. yeah i thought you can just utilize it in as an ingredient which has yeah. i think a huge potential so yeah right okay so uh what are your plans and dreams so we uh my company is expanding rapidly as well so uh i i do expand my company or expand my passion and expand my products to uh you know, domestic market and also a global market. But I do want to create something that no one never seen before. And I do want to create something that uh, people are really inspired by, you know, supply the products and the idea that, uh, and, and, and finally, uh, supply the new products and ideas of tea that, uh, has you know appreciation to every single moment to the world that's that's my vision and that's my dream mm, plans. right well keep us posted and uh, hopefully you can come back and talk more about what you're doing it's yeah. very valuable thank so yeah thank you and where can we find your updates online and on social media uh, uh i do not often uh you know post something in english but I do uh, Twitter uh, with a Japanese account. So I I post that on Twitter. You know, Ryo, okay. R-Y-O-I-W-A-M-O-T-O-1997 as my okay. account name. Right. So Ryo Yonto1197. Okay. And also you have a website, uh, the room.co.jp, yeah. right? Okay, so that's uh, that's tea room t e a r o o n c dot c o dot j p so tea room dot c o j p. Okay, all right. So well, so much. Thank you so much for joining us today, and uh, really wish you luck. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. So, listeners, if you have any questions or comments about the show or suggestions for show topics or guests, please contact us at japanese at heritagefreedomnetwork.org or akikotema.com. Japanese is a weekly program and always available at heritagefreedomnetwork.org as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify as a podcast. I'm Jenny, is Matt Parson, and thank you for listening. I will see you next week. Japanese is powered by Simplecast. Thank you for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For freshest content, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can also find us at facebook.com slash heritageradionetwork. Heritage Radio Network is a non profit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Subscribe to the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join the HRN family by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thank you for listening.